Hey everyone, Jason here from your favorite Fakakta Comedy Funhouse programs. If you're enjoying this show, I have a feeling you're also going to enjoy the podcast Couch Pilots. Myself and the podcasting god, Blake Clayton, take a break from the grind and sit down on our favorite Davenport every week to watch and discuss some of the most odd and misunderstood television pilots of the past. There's such a treasure trove of bizarre viewing out there, and we're just the jerks to dig them up and make a show about it. Watch along with us and join in the conversation. Find us at fcfnetwork.com or rate the show and subscribe in iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and these two gentlemen are... Dick Sargent. And someone sent a text. And next... I'm the rum guy. Hi, guys. Hey! How's it going? How's it going, Dick Sargent? Pretty good. Uh, We're waiting on a guest to show up. Uh, His name is Justin Manning. Uh, Manning? That's right. Manning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He is um, the guitar player for a band called Crown by Fire. Um, I'm not Drowning sure. Desire. I'm not sure if he's going to join us or not, but hopefully he will. Um, he's uh, also, a, I believe, a first to Skype, so we'll see. Why wouldn't he join? Oh, because this is a first to Skype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were we were going to have him join bef- prior, but we were having some technical issues, and um, so we had to reschedule him. So hopefully this works out. That'll be good. But uh, in the meantime, Rum said he had a story, and I want to hear the story. I have a story. It's a really bizarre story. Um, it's about a um, man who was body surfing, and I want to say maybe probably I think it was in Hawaii. Um, That's where and, you surf. Yeah, well, you can surf there. Um, 
apparently had been doing some drinking with a lot of people out there. It was a busy day at the beach and stuff. So the lifeguards are, are watching this guy because he's acting weird and he's swimming. You're not, you know, it's, it's neat to see the dolphins, but dolphins usually don't like to be touched a lot. Now, you just don't swim up to dolphins and start petting them and riding them, you know, because they're, they're still wild animals. Because they're you know, fucking they're, dolphins. They're dolphins. Well, this guy decides uh, he's going to swim out and have sex with one. So he goes out and he's swimming and he's trying to have sex with, you know, he thinks dolphins, you know. And then, you know, he's trying to do it. And anyway, he gets beat the fuck up by the dolphins. They drag him in, lifeguards take him out. You know, and he have him, guess up on the beach and his pants are gone and whatever. And I guess he's just drunk and stupid or he, I don't know, maybe it was a weird fantasy of his to have sex with something like that. Um, but uh, I guess, uh, long story short, uh, he's okay. I guess he got, you know, he's getting arrested. But uh, <laughs> for, I guess I guess that's animal abuse. I guess that'd be animal abuse, right? Oh, uh, I don't think animal rape is a legal category. So, yes, probably. Okay. Um, but, um, the funny kind of thing of it was, was it wasn't a dolphin. It was a, uh, it was a porpoise. So, uh, in court, they asked him about having sex Please with a dolphin. Please don't. And he said, I did it on porpoise. <laughs> God damn it. I asked you not to do that. I, <laughs> I knew it was coming, dude. I really, I, I just wanted to let, I wanted to go. Let it go, man. You Let's. Know. <laughs> Let the amazing, wonderful fucking puns flow through you. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I did it on a porpoise. You you did it on something, motherfucker. Oh, anyway, there you go. Enjoy that. I did. It was it was, and I can't believe that's the only story you had. And I, I like, I like, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's do this. This is gonna be good. Rum's got a good story. I did it on porpoise. Well, I can uh, finally uh, reveal the next chapter of the ongoing saga of Adam's dick. Let's do it. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, that was my guitar. So I was supposed to have cock surgery today, and uh, and I did not. I did not. I probably actually wouldn't be on the show if uh, if I had had it, because uh, I'd still be kind of woozy. Well, you don't talk through it, so I guess you'd be all right. All right. Uh, so anyway, I uh, uh, I I went to uh, on Monday to my doctor's office to to have what's called pre-op, and uh, pre-op sounds like you know they shave your your nutsack or something like that, but it's not. What it actually is is it's you paying your doctor a fifty dollar copay to have you sign your name to two pieces of paper and have him answer three questions. Um, so, you know, really worth your time, but, uh, I showed up, I took, I took off halfway through Monday and I uh, showed up to my doctor's office and he walked in, he drew a little diagram of my urinary tract Ooh. and, uh, it's essentially shaped like a U. So it's not shaped uh, like me. Again, we should all be ashamed <laughs> of ourselves for so far in this episode. It's a portrait. I did it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did it on porpoise. Ah. <laughs> uh, those other podcasts are right. We are the reason that people don't listen to podcasts. Uh, anyway, uh, so he, um, it's shaped like a, a little U or a big U. Uh, at the top are the kidneys. And then there's a little tube called the ureter. And then at the bottom is the bladder. And uh, the stone obviously forms in the kidney. 
and then travels on the ureter. Once it hits your bladder, you're good. That's when you pass it. Um, all the trouble comes from, number one, having the stone get into your ureter, which isn't easy. That's that's all where all the pain comes from is like it, uh, the stone hitting your, your kidney right where the ureter is. Nah. Um, and when it's in the ureter, it has like three spots where it can be uh, – where it can get stuck. And the first CT scan had it stuck at the top near the kidneys. Uh, the most recent one had it stuck at the bottom right by the bladder. Ah, okay. So – I asked the doctor. Now, did I discuss the the thing with the billing on the last episode? Uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. You kind of, you kind of. Okay, wanna... okay. Well, really quickly, uh, I I owe two thousand uh, dollars. The the insurance. I mean, the 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 hospital's making up a bunch of numbers, but they they say I owe two thousand dollars, and they wanted it up front, and I said. Not going to happen. They said, what about 1000 I said, also not going to happen. They said, well, uh, I can talk to the director and maybe, you know, lower it to 500 but you have to have 500 And I said, well, you can go talk to them. I, I'll see what I can do. I, don't, I can't promise that either, you know. So I talked to the, the doctor, and I, so I said, look, you know, you, uh, I realize you can't give me a definitive answer. I understand that totally. But educated guess, what do you think the odds are you're going to have to go in and give me a second surgery to get this thing out? Because they had mentioned that several times, that they might have to go in more than once. And uh, he said, 50-50. And I said, okay. Well, that's a problem because uh, more than willing to let you go in the first time. And, you know, I'll so just have easy. to figure out how to pay my – yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I haven't gotten any in a while. You know, somebody's got to go in there and, you know, rotor rotor my cock. <laughs> so uh, more than one, you let you go there the first time. But second surgery is just not going to happen. Uh, by that time, I will owe, for, for if, if you add a second surgery, I will owe at least $3,500 to, to EJ. And they will not let me get that surgery unless I have more money. And there is no more money to be had. Like this, this 500 that I came up with, or I am coming up with, that's it. Like, that's the, the well is dry. And uh, he said, uh, okay, well, I get that. And I said, well. So I told him, I thought about it for a second. I said, you know, I was thinking about the fact that the stone did move. And it's almost where it needs to be to pass. You know, and I've been feeling it more lately. I hadn't felt it in a long time. But the last week or so, I've been kind of feeling it there. So I think I am kind of ready to pass, and that doesn't mean I'm going to pass, and I think my odds of passing it are actually pretty low. But uh, I said, look, let's push this thing back a few weeks, you know, um, because one way or another, I'm not going to be able to get a second surgery. So there's there's risk no matter what. Right. Um, number two, why don't I just give myself a chance to hopefully pass it? Because the doctor was like, well, what do you think pushing it back three weeks is going to do? I said, but... Gives me 21 days of chances to, to pass this thing, you know, as opposed to three days. Like, are, let's, you drinking, are you drinking lots of liquid? I mean, stuff to make things move along? Are you doing that? Yes, I am. And thank you for not bringing up cranberries because I was sure that's where you were going with this. Oh, I wasn't going to bring uh, up cranberries. But now that you brought it up, that's also a liquid you could probably drink. Uh, and it'll probably help you. No, it won't. It won't help me. He is determined to, te- to convince us all that It is not. First of all, most cranberry juice that you get is straight sugar. It's not well, actually well, cranberry. It's don't very don't buy that stuff. Buy the good stuff. Uh, I don't even. I've never buy Dollar even, General cranberry juice. It's not Dollar General. It's like <laughs> Whole Foods and stuff. Like they all. 
Anyway, secondly, from what I understand, <laughs> it's actual cranberries that you have to eat. It's no, not it's juice. Not. If there's juice in the berry. Well, why don't you just why don't you just go buy some cranberries, man? Yeah, you can buy those. I'm gonna fucking rotor root of both of your dicks. <laughs> I've had my dick rotor root. Thank you. I don't need it. All right. Well, anyway, so 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 let's let's push it back. You know, and he said okay, and then um, that should be the end of the story, but it's not. It's not. But wait, there's so, more. Uh, I had to do pre-op for both the doctor and for the hospital. So so he said, well, all right, well, let's just finish the pre-op here. And he said, do you want to you want to do the pre-op for the hospital? And I said, yeah, let's just go ahead and take care of that. And that way I won't have to take off an extra day of work if we do have to do the surgery. Hopefully we don't. But if we do, yeah, let's go ahead. You know, and he said, all right, well, I'm going to have the, the nurse like set it up. Just drive on down. There. And the hospital's like literally down the street. So uh, I get my car, I go down there. It's like a half hour later, go upstairs. Uh, check in, sit down for all of a second, and this elderly black lady uh, calls my name, and I go over, and she's behind a curtain, you know, because the hospital's so so fancy they can't even afford a real office. What? Is she the new Oz? I was gonna say she's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, well, she's a fraud, so yeah, sure. Oh. So, uh, so at first the woman's very polite, and I'm I'm raised to be polite, I, you know. I said yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, you know, answer her questions. And uh, she says, uh, she says, you're uh, so your surgery is on the 28th and my eyes got wide. And I said, whoa, I said, really? I said, well, man, we just we just turned, like they hadn't even called me. They were supposed to call me and tell me when they were scheduling the new surgery. I said, are they already have it? She's like, it's here in the system. I said, OK, it's the 28th. She said, you didn't know when your surgery was. I said, no, man, we just rescheduled it. Like, I don't. Well, we just canceled the the one, you know. So like they were supposed to reschedule. So I guess they, I guess they just figured they call me a little like tomorrow. And she goes, "You better call your doctor. It's Wednesday, you know." Now I thought she was saying the twenty eighth was on a Wednesday, meaning October twenty eighth. She meant today. Yes. yes. So I was really confused because I wasn't thinking of what day the surgery was. I just knew it was like this Wednesday. And uh, so I'm sitting there quiet. I'm like. I'm confused, you know, and she's got a calendar behind her set to this month, to September. And I'm looking and it's like September 28th is a Wednesday and October 28th and September 28th are both on a Wednesday. That's weird. It's like, that's not right. And I was like, oh, shit. No, she thinks I'm getting the surgery this Wednesday. And so I said that to her and I, I explained myself very clearly. I said, no, ma'am. No, no, the, it's not this Wednesday. We, we, we canceled it. And I, I explained it very, very clearly. The woman did not understand what I was telling her, but she didn't really need to. So I just let her move on. And she goes to, then she gets to the billing portion of it and she says, uh, okay. So, um, you know, she, she goes through the whole thing, you know, $14,000, uh, insurance company pays so much, uh, you owe $2,000. I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, uh, oh, you know, and you need to pay 25% up front. I said, well, uh, I think so. Uh, the finance woman told me she talked to a director and she was supposed to call me back and let me know, uh, which is all bullshit. I don't think she actually had to talk to the director. I think they're perfectly authorized to do that. I think they just wanted to make it sound like we're doing you a favor. Yeah, we're, we're going to hook you up. This is this is the deal we're going to make. It's kind of like a used car salesman. Let me go talk to my manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they go jerk off in the back room or whatever. Right. Um, so she, but she never called me back. So I explained, I said, you know, but she never called me back. So I guess I owe 25%. I'll, you know, I hope so. Cause that's all I'm going to be able to get. Um, 
And uh, bear in mind, I have it. I have the money, but I didn't put it in the bank just yet. Like I was going to put it in Monday, you know, but then decided not to have the surgery. So, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so, uh, the woman calls the, she says, well, let me call the finance lady. She calls her up and explains, you know, he said you would, you know, like you were supposed to talk to the director and call him back. And then she's quiet for a second. She goes, "Mm hmm. I know now I'm from new Orleans. I speak black just like anybody fucking else in the city. I know what the fuck that means. They were talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm pissed, you know. But, yeah, I'm not going to start shit. You know, these people are responsible for my finances for the people that are cutting me open. So, or not cutting me open, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Flossing your dick with some metal. So, uh, she, yes, she, uh, she hangs up on the lady and says, all right, you're approved to pay 25%. I said, okay, cool. And she says that comes out to four eighty six ninety two. I said, okay, I got you. And then she's quiet for what she's, felt like a really long time. She wanted you to ha- say, can you hand her your card or cash or something? Exactly. I, yeah. So, but I didn't realize it. I'm just sitting there and I'm, and, uh. And then I slowly piece it together and I said, oh, you mean right now? And she says, yeah. And I said, ma'am, like, I'm getting the money. Like, I, I, basically, I lied and said I borrowed it, like, because I didn't want to have to explain, well, you know, I canceled vacation. And I figured, sure, sure, sure. I didn't want to go through all that. And I also didn't want to explain that I hadn't thought to put the money in the bank just yet. And I was going to put it in, like, today, you know, that day. Um, but I just said, ma'am, I don't, I don't have that money on hand at the moment. Nobody told me I had to show up with that. And she goes, okay, let me call her back. And I'm like, okay. And so she calls up and she tells the woman, you know, that I don't have the money. And she looks at me and then says, she says she told you you had to have it, you know, today. And I said, now I'm pissed. I said, no, she did. Uh, at no point was there any discussion as to exactly when I had to have it. I, she told me specifically I needed to have the, the money in order to get the surgery. That was it. Right. No discussion of when. Also... The doctor's office just scheduled me to come in today. So she she was never part of that. That wasn't in the system. Like, that's bullshit, you know. And I'm about ready to go off now. And uh, so she hangs up with the woman and says, well, I don't know what we're going to do. And I said, you know, and bear in mind, I have to get, like, blood work and an EKG done. And uh, but my insurance actually does pay for that. So that's not required me to have the 500. Right, 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 right. But she's making it sound like I've really put them out and I've really caused the problem. So she gets up to go talk to somebody, you know, same thing. Used car salesman going to go talk to the person in the back. And now I'm just pissed, you know. So the woman comes back and I said, ma'am, let's not do this. You know, let's let's just I'm not even getting the surgery Wednesday. I'll come back, you know. And she's, you know, she's like, oh, are you sure? And I'm thinking, yeah, bitch, because if you piss me off again, I'm actually going to make a scene. Yeah, so so then I walk out of there and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like what is it with this hospital? You know, I, I don't I don't understand any of this bullshit. I, I do I do get, you know, again, I've I've we've discussed like I'm pretty sure a lot of the treatment comes from like Obamacare. Uh you know, like I've heard a lot of hospitals aren't getting like a lot of their invoices paid and all that. Um, which is fine, except they're getting twelve grand from my fucking insurance company. So it's not like they're getting stiff one way or the other. For yeah. for, 
for a procedure that you're basically in and out of. Right, 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 right. It pro- it's probably yeah, an Think about this, hour. too. When they're telling you they won't give you the surgery, that means they're out a guaranteed 12 grand. Right. They're, that's the thing. They're, they're, they're pressing the, they're, they need to press the insurance companies, not press you. They cannot deny you care one way or another. That is completely against the law. Well, supposedly, this doesn't count under that because I won't technically die if I lose the kidney. You, they, don't, can't, they can't determine that. You could actually go into kidney failure, could shut anything else down. You could, it could have major complications with that. I don't disagree with you, but I'd also have to fight a bunch of people that are in charge of my care. Well, you so. know what? I think, you know what? There's a lot of money to be made here. Wayne, we need to buy a, a PP laser. And start doing kidney stones. What do you think? I'm in. Let's do it. Let's do the PP laser. Piss uh, laser. You're not sticking anything in me, in me called a PP laser. It's a P- I don't know what to call it. What do you call it? Uh, it's called a uritoscopy. No, I like PP laser. Uritoscopy kind of sounds like a, something you, you either you scrape off your, your body or it you sounds like a, a really like you know what? You both rare, a rare dog. <laughs> I just bought a uricoscopy. So one way or another, <laughs> I didn't get the surgery today. Um, I'm, I'm fairly disgusted with the hospital and with everything that's happened. Uh, but I don't know what to do. Uh, from what I, I also looked into the doctor, because I think I had mentioned they'd switched doctors on me. And apparently the, the doctor that I've been talking to the last couple of weeks is uh, uh, an expert in, in the field. Of, like, Well, basically, he does a really good job at... Shoving things up people's dicks. Uh, hey, if you're gonna specialize, there you go. Yeah, you know, like it's 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 a it's a dilly. But, yes, uh, it is a dilly. So, in any case, so yeah, I didn't I didn't get the surgery. Well, to be continued then. Yeah, really, we can't wait to hear the next part of this saga. Well, hopefully, the, the next part of the saga is, oh, cool, I passed it. Um, then you're gonna be. You, we had been just on pins and needles for no reason, Adam. Right. Just I'd also, you know what? I, I know, Rum, you're going to say this is unnecessary, but we're on the air, so I figured I'd, I'd uh, go ahead and and do this. Uh, you know, Rum was supposed to, Rum and his wife Amy were supposed to meet with me and some of my other friends, yes. uh, Fletch Boogie and them, in Florida at the end of next month, and they booked a hotel room and everything, and my the bullshit with my dick. Uh, <laughs> Cost y'all money, and so I, want, I just want to apologize on the air. You know uh, what? You don't have to apologize for nothing, man. It's all good. You know, I like I said, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we're going to do it. We'll just do it at a later date. But uh, the plan, the plan won't change. We're, we're going to all get together, and uh, it'd be nice. Maybe Wayne could join us at some point in time down the road too. It'd be a, a nice trip for everybody. Maybe so. It would be nice. Uh, I mean, if we push to the end of the next year, there's no reason why you couldn't. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out. We will. Yes. I think it would be good. I, I would like to actually, you know, uh, I'd like to get everybody who's ever been involved on, you know, in the show. I mean, when it, like, I mean, wishful thinking, Mark, you know, out in the UK and stuff. Yeah, and, that, uh, dude, you know, that's but, like you know, five grand for him to just to come over here, you know? You no, know, but get Mandy down here. Yeah, you know, Mandy, you know, she's too busy jet-setting around the world to hang out with us. Yeah, you she's know, she's out know. in all these other, she'd rather go to different countries than come hang out with us. Oh, you know. So hey, would I, she, but, you know, If she whatever. wants to be worldly. You know, she's she's doing it wrong. You know, <laughs> you want worldly, you hang out with the MHOG. That's true. That's true. So, uh, I have two other stories though, that don't involve me, since we're waiting. 
Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, you know, uh, I actually messaged Amy because I couldn't remember where she was uh, in relation to, to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously. Because of all the maniacs that was going on? Yeah. And I, William, did we talk about this in the last episode? Like what happened down there? No, because we, we really didn't bring any of that shit up because of the we don't we try well, not to touch on it most. Obviously, of the time. people people have already heard about it, but there was another uh, a cop shot uh, a black guy, and I believe it was I'm ninety percent sure this was another uh, case where it was actually a black cop. Uh, but, I think it was in one in Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't matter. And from what I understand, that that guy actually did have a gun. There's there is video of it. Yes. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. No, it's, uh, it's true. It was there. But um, so people in Charlotte, and supposedly it's not even actually people from Charlotte. Supposedly it's another situation. This happens quite a bit where they bust people in, and um, people were rioting, and it's it wasn't just destroying property. Uh, they were bludgeoning people, uh, hurting a lot of innocent people. Uh, there was one story where a photographer, uh, the group of, of, uh, rioters tried to set a photographer on fire. I saw that. And the cop had to pull the person out. I don't know if it was a male photographer or a female. Either way, no one should be burned alive. Well, see, and, that is justification for someone to get shot. Well, but it only gets worse. That's that that's the that's the thing about all this. Like people keep saying, Well, you know, we need to stop having these cops from shooting people. Well the problem is that you keep having people riot and commit crimes and now and, and cops are getting killed, so now they're more likely to shoot, you know everyone. Yeah. You know, but um so it's it's crazy. But uh I told you all that just to mention this, I've read this in a story. So uh after that happened, um there were, as a part of one of the people uh, comment like uh, reporting on it, I found out that there is a professor in Yale who uh, this isn't the name of the class, but after the riot started, decided to have uh, a lecture in the class called "In Defense of Looting." <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, that's pretty was, fucking stupid, right there. Period. You, you've just said the stupidest line ever. Oh, there, there are plenty of like, uh, I'll call them leftists, but there are plenty, plenty of professors in higher education. I won't say the majority or anything like that, but but quite a lot of them that do shit like this, that fully support whatever it is, Black Lives Matter. There was a story not too long ago. I don't think it was a college. I think it was a, a high school teacher uh, threw an American flag on the ground and started stomping on it in front of her class. Wow, nice. Um. That's a punch in the mouth right there. Um, it, it kind of needs to be. Like our, our our education system is just so far beyond broken, it's insane. Yeah. And um it's it's crazy, but just I couldn't believe that. In defense of looting. You know, the, the worst thing about all this, like really and truly, is I feel like if I was black, I'd be embarrassed, you know, because it, whether it's Rodney King or it's it's Charlotte, they're not setting like anything that makes sense on fire. Like when the Rodney King verdict happened, they didn't set the courthouse on fire. They went into their own neighborhoods and destroyed it. Right. They burned down all their own buildings and all the people that are like supporting them and shit. Yeah. Right. You know, like just innocent people trying to, you know, trying to get by. But again, in their own neighborhood, like that's, that's what happens. Like, and people want to go like, well, this is just, you got to understand these people are angry. I'm like, no, 
If they were angry, their their rage would be at least focused at something. This is just like, let me steal a bunch of shit and beat somebody up because there aren't enough cops to catch me. You know, I've, I've mentioned it a hundred times when the, to different people about when it comes to looting. I will never forget seeing the footage of Katrina happening. And uh, the first thing I see on TV is a guy um, uh, standing there in water to his knees reporting on what's going on and behind him a guy is trying to steal a big screen tv yeah yeah the the one with the, the dude who's pushing in the shopping cart yeah yeah well like, there's uh, no you're, power dude you're clearly you're clearly wrong rum because i heard the same news report and that that reporter said clearly that they were only stealing bread yes bread, bread bottled water and diapers i do you one better rum from what i understand uh some, uh, I don't know how many were stolen, but there were a couple of Porsches stolen uh, in New Orleans during Katrina. Well, you know, they're, they're rated, they have a really good R rating when it comes to hurricane winds. Well, yeah, we can also consider them submarines because right. they're so low to the ground, you know. And they float, yeah. you know, so they're, they're very buoyant vehicles. <laughs> so it's just a survival right. thing, you know. Right. I completely understand. Yeah. Uh, no, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, uh, I, I hate the human race. I'm, I'm, I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty far past that myself. You know, there's there is a uh, a small percentage of, uh, and it uh, and it span. It's not a specific group. It spans all races, creeds, and religions. You know, it, it's it's everybody. There's a small group of people out there that are 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 truly worth their their their, you know, being here. They're 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 good people. They try to do stuff. You know, I don't want to call it society, but they, they, they're, they're helpful to people. They do good things. They just want to live their lives and have good days. There's nothing wrong with that. Live your life, want to have a good day, wake up every day going, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah, I may not want to go to work, but let's have a good day. Let's try to do something with it anyway, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's some, a lot, not some, but a lot of people that just wake up in the morning and go, what can I freaking destroy? Who can I make miserable how can I be the center of attention again today? I don't think it's that conscious. I think the people that you're talking about are basically just animals, and they don't they don't have complex thoughts that lead to that sort of stuff. They're just run maybe completely I'm, by their id. Maybe I'm just giving them benefit of the doubt. I you know I'm, I'm giving them too much credit. I guess. Yeah, well, that's because you're a good person. But yeah, just, uh, I, hate I hate to interrupt this, Rum, but uh, don't you have to go to work now? Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta be there by nine, so my time. So. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it has been a wonderful, wonderful uh, night talking with you. Yeah, man. Um, we'll maybe maybe next art. time you'll uh, stay a little longer. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I definitely will. Um, I'm going to try to uh, uh, take my computer up with me this weekend, and I'll try to join you all Saturday. Cool. That'll work. Sounds good. All right, mm-hmm. y'all. Well, you have a great evening. You and too, Rum. I am the Rum Guy. Later, brother. Later. Um. Well, uh, while we're still waiting, I don't know if... Uh, uh, he didn't. I have no idea, so I haven't heard from him, so we're just going to keep on going. Well, I have another story about that that okay. kind of, uh, you know, and this this is, I probably shouldn't even comment on this one, but uh, there was there was an actor on, um, uh, what was that ABC uh, hospital show that I used to watch? Uh, Allie McBeal. Huh? Was <laughs> it Allie McBeal? No, but it was one of those type of shows. Uh, um, the one with Doctor McDreamy and all that. Oh, uh, the surgery one, right? 
Well, yeah, I said doctors. Like, uh, yeah, no. Uh, what? ER. <coughs> no. No? It's the one that Chandra Rhymes created. I have no idea, dude. Uh, honestly. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Anyway, there used to be an actor on that show called, named Isaiah Washington. And um, Isaiah Washington actually got kicked off the show. He got fired for calling another actor who was gay a faggot. That wasn't ER? I thought that was ER. No, no, no. ER ended like a few years before the show even started. Um, but anyway, uh, this this show is still on the air. Because I do remember that happening. So that's I'm why. I'm the name of the I don't know. fucking show. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just going to look it up because it's, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> Let's see. I can think of McDreamy. But of course you can. Of course you can think of Mick Dreamy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. There you go. That's, that's the name yeah, of it. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, Isaiah Washington was on the show for a couple of years, and he called uh, another actor a faggot. And uh, he got fired. And no one's heard from him since, really. I mean, I'm sure he's done a little bit of acting work here and there, but, you know, nobody knows what's going on with him. Um, in response to, you know, the police shootings... Because, again, the narrative out there is, you know, cops have declared a racist war on on black men. Right, right, right. uh, Which isn't true statistically or otherwise, but that's the narrative out there. And it's constantly – it's been pumped, uh, let's be honest, into these people's brains their whole lives and our whole lives. We've heard it, you know. Um, uh, but so Isaiah Washington made a speech or, or made a statement and said he wants to encourage. Now, this was would have been like Sunday. Uh, he said, like, to tell black people uh, to have basically a sit in and don't go to work on on Monday. Now, there's two problems with this. Number one, most of those people don't work. So, uh, oh, come on. Nothing. I was I was well. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Come on, now it just sounds racist. Like, <laughs> a joke to just me making no, 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 no. Because I was thinking that I, I was thinking the same exact thing, but I didn't say it because I didn't want to step all over your story. Uh, thankfully, um, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> I actually saw some, and not people I know, but I saw several black people comment on saying, "Is this asshole going to pay our fucking bills, and and you know, and feed our kids?" You know, which. You know, because it's easy for an actor who made a decent amount of money for a popular show to, to just say, go, "Let's not do yeah. anything." Yeah, but and also, like, they really, they really didn't make any sense. Like, he he was basically saying, uh, "They'll see how much Black Lives Matter when Black people don't, you know, shut down the the country because they don't show up to work." Which, um, putting unemployment aside, because the fact is, I'm pretty sure there are more white people on unemployment than black people. I think it's a narrow margin and percentage as far as like uh, percentage of white people versus percentage of black people. It's not it's it's not proportionate. But uh, but anyway, um, there aren't enough black people in the country to shut down the country just by them not going to work, even if they even if every last one went to work. So none of it made any sense. It was just I really think I don't even I often don't think any of these actors actually care about any of the causes they talk about. I think they just want to seem like they care. Um, but pretty dumb, you know, like, yeah, let's it's, let's not, it's really fucking dumb. I. But he doesn't have a job anymore. So, you know, maybe well, that's, he to, that's maybe how he just wanted to be like everybody to be like him. Right. That's how he can have a, a sit in because he has nothing else better to do. 
On the other hand, at least he was looking for something peaceful. Oh, whatever. So, uh, hey, know. look, there there are people out there saying riot. You know, go. You know, there's people out there saying kill Whitey. That's one of the things that you heard in Charlotte when when, yeah. when this happened. go kill Whitey. You know, uh, that woman. Uh, I can't remember where, but one of the more recent shootings, uh, the sister of one of the guys that was shot uh, went out there and said, uh, uh, they, they, the, the news report is her saying, you know, don't, don't, don't riot, don't, don't hurt people, don't steal. Uh, the news reported it that way, but what she actually said was, don't steal our shit. Don't, you know, go to white people's houses and steal their shit. Oh, nice. We, and she literally said, we need our weaves. <laughs> that's not me making a racist joke I'm more than happy to do that that's not me making a racist joke this you bitch know, actually said I, we need our weaves I, I really I'm so fucking tired of black white shit nowadays cause that's all it is now like I remember like 10 years ago when it wasn't like this you know or maybe even a little more than 10 years ago maybe 12 you know what I'm saying where it was Every fucking um, second of the day, it wasn't think, shoved in our face. This was bad even ten years ago. Or honestly, and look, I'm not blaming strictly st- speaking, blaming Barack Obama, but it has got. He worse. has a large, he, large he responsibility. A, a for chunk this. of the blame, but it's not just him. No, uh, no, it's not. I mean, it's other people who fueled the fire as well. But what I'm saying is, he really had a big to do with it. Mm. Which you know, if anything, if there was one thing to say, and I, I don't like Obama because I, I'm not, I, I don't like his politics. Um, I don't like. He actually just gave a speech at the UN a week ago where he said uh, he thinks uh, that America needs to give up some of its freedom and become a part of the the global community. Awesome. Uh, basically, he's one of many people uh, on the left who thinks that. A one-world government is the way to peace, and it's it's absolutely not. There's there's really no evidence that that would uh, make the world a better place. Um, but uh, uh, I forgot where I was going. With this I don't I don't like him, but I don't like him because of his politics. Right. You know? um, I got I think I might have talked about this on the show. I got into a, an argument with a guy that I was always friendly with because he made a comment about he's so sick of uh, all these racists talking about Obama and. And uh, I just wrote to like I, I normally keep my mouth out of keep my mouth shut and just let people things like that go. But I was like fuck it, so I just posted on the guy's page and said, you know what, I'm kind of sick of of every criticism of this president being lumped into like oh it's because you're a racist, you know. And uh, yeah, I kind of got into it with the guy and I basically told him to fuck off. And I was like you know, like the only person being racist right now is you, you know, like any any. Any criticism of Obama is racist? Really? Okay. You know, like, uh, the, the country's just on fire right now. You know, like, that's all. While he was while he was playing golf, you know, Baton Rouge was was sinking, and he didn't even stop playing golf to, to, to address it. So Yeah, it's pretty fucking sad, dude. It's right. pretty fucking sad. But the worst part is, is, like, I'd rather keep him than get one of these other two assholes, because it's, it's only going to get worse, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, who knows, dude? It's just gonna be one of the the biggest like train wrecks ever. Well, the the thing that scares me is like um, I don't I don't want Hillary to win. I don't want obviously I don't want Trump to win either. But 
you know, one of them is going to win. But if Trump wins, there's going to be riots all over this country. Oh, for, for sure. And it's, it's, it's horrible to say that, but it's definitely true. I mean, if we get riots for, you know, some criminal getting shot, you know. Man, if we get, we almost get riots for some God knows who assholes that are trying to pull down our statue. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's so fucking stupid. Uh, for for anyone who's not from New Orleans area, sorry, sorry, there was there was a uh, it wasn't Black Lives Matter technically. I think it was like a spinoff group or something called Nola Get On or whatever Nola Go. What, what no, was it, it was like Nola Take Down or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that was it. It was like Nola Take. No, Down. Take Down Nola. That's what it was. Take Down Nola. Yeah, I mean, it was it's a stupid name, but to the point. They were trying to pull down statues of uh, Confederate. And I think people. you were saying like they're not even from New Orleans. Yeah, like, like the, I think the the main people are not from here. They're just shit starters that decide to come in and do things. Right, and they they wanted to wade back into the quote unquote controversy of the the Andrew Jackson statue and wanting it taken down. And uh, the thing is, like, this hasn't been an issue in our entire. Like, I'm 37 years old. Up until this year, there's never been discussion about the statue. Uh, nobody goes to it, and like a, a, a you know, the the argument is that he's a slave owner, so we shouldn't have that there. Now, look, I'll put it to you this way: those statues are fine to me. I mean, they're they're history. What happened happened. You know, blah blah blah. It's not like there's a fucking giant statue, may um, a tree statue with a bunch of black people hanging from nooses up in the thing, saying we're celebrating this. You know, I can understand uh, I if we were. To that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I can understand if they remove something like that. But no, it's just a fucking dude on a horse. Get the well, fuck. I, I was, well, uh, again, it's not really an issue. It's people trying to make an issue out of something because they want something to protest. But uh, I was telling you, when, because uh, you had found out about it before me, uh, I was telling you, I, I was kind of excited to hear that they were doing this. Not because I think that it makes any sense to take down that statue or to have to actually hear from these people in public because they're dumb as fuck. Uh, I was actually kind of excited because, from what I understand, they had brought ropes, I would assume chains, and had it around the statue and decided they were going to take it down themselves if the the government didn't remove it. Um, Which, anybody who... Anybody with a brain should understand is fucking retarded that you you can't you can't take down a giant like wrought iron and stone statue with some rope and like 50 people like that's, you know, like one of these things is an immovable object and uh, you are not an irresistible force. So uh, I was I really would have liked to watch a video of these people trying to do it. But, uh, yeah, I agree because, um, I really, really wish I could have sat there and watched them try to pull that fucking thing down. This is impossible. You're not going to be able to do that. I don't care how, how fucking strong you are. It's not going to happen. It's fucking steel and concrete. And it's been there since what? The 1800s, probably for longer than that. We were also discussing it because you and I were going to a festival downtown and I was a little concerned. Like I wasn't scared exactly, but we had your, your baby with us. Right. And and I was like, wait, they're they're not still down there. Are there? Cause I don't want to go, you know? Yeah. We're like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yes. We went to the fried chicken festival. 
which was interesting. It was cool. It really was. It really needs to be better organized, which, which mm-hmm. you know, of course, was it was, it was the first year. So, of course, they didn't know what was going to happen. I was so, telling Rum about it, and he actually had a good point. So part of the problem is, well, no, the problem is the lines. Oh, uh, yeah. Rum had a suggestion that would actually vastly improve the uh, – the flow it wouldn't do it wouldn't solve everything because part of the problem is all this food is cooked to order so you know somebody places an order and they have to cook it and it just it takes more than a second but rum suggested that instead of having people pay cash what they ought to do is have like a central booth where you buy like tickets and then everything would be a certain amount of tickets right so that way instead of having people like having to like pay cash and deal with all that shit like you just, you know, you buy four coupons if you want to try four different things and, you know, run through. But uh, I was in one of the shortest lines, and I was in line for at least 45 minutes. Yeah, um, I was in the shortest line, and it took me 25. Uh, Caitlin actually waited in line for our water for about 45. So Yeah, and again, those are all short lines. There was one line for this place uh, <clears throat> called Willie Mae's Scotch House. Yes. And... uh it's considered a famous place, but it's not really there. Uh, if you've ever watched the Travel Channel, Travel Channel basically goes to play like restaurants and stuff like that, and and offers them basically ask for money in exchange for featuring the places. So like they'll they'll basically they'll play you up, and it's it's not that, that it's a bad idea because like I've discovered a lot of places I'd like to go visit, but Willie Mae's Scotch House they they touted it as like the most famous and most loved fried chicken in New Orleans, and that is 100% a lie. Most New Orleanians haven't even heard of Willie Mae's Scotch House. Right. It's it's a little place, uh, I guess, midtown, you know. It's, it's been there forever. It's been there a long time, yeah, but most people haven't eaten there. Uh, like, and, I, I've lived here all my life. I've never eaten their chicken. Uh, and neither have I. And quite frankly, even though it's not m- my favorite, the most popular chicken in New Orleans is Popeye's. Yeah, know? hands down. Right. So... Uh, but the line for this place was like Walt Disney World line. It was three and a half hours long for a piece uh, of for chicken. a place that, bear in mind, you could have gotten in your car and just drove to and eaten three times. Uh, yeah, at least, for the line, not four. I mean, uh, I get it. People wanted it because of the name, which is cool. That's awesome. But right? Nah. No, nah, I wanted to try some of the other vendors, but me too. But the lines uh, were just uh, too long. Yeah, and to be honest with you, um, I, I, Caitlin and I both got this like fried chicken grilled cheese, which was tasty. Uh, it was, it did taste good, and it was actually a surprisingly big sandwich. Like I expected it to be much smaller. I really wish I would have just bought one and split it with her. Right. Because the thing is, with certain types of grilled cheese, if you, I, I don't know, maybe it's the way they cooked it, but um, the cheese congealed really quickly. And I only got through like three quarters of it. I really, I was struggling towards the end. Because yeah, I mean, know. after a while, cheese gets really thick. It's like you're right. like you're drinking molasses or something, you know? Exactly. Except you're you're hurting your jaw, and then it just kind of sits in your stomach. We were supposed to go to the Riverwalk downtown, but that cheese was just sitting there, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> you know? I, it wasn't even that much food. It was just the the thickness of the cheese. Right. Just right. Got to me, and uh. So we didn't really eat that that much, and uh, we ended up going to this place called the River Shack. Excellent uh, place, right? You you know I've been there with you a couple of times, but um, 
it's a good idea, and I think you know this was their first year. Hopefully, they kind of figure it out. Did you see that there's actually going to be in the same place, Lafayette Square? There's going to be a beignet festival very soon. No, I did not. Yeah, and I was just like, is this a thing now? Is Lafayette Square going to be like where they go to have food well, the, festivals? They're going like, to go there to have the small festivals, weeks? you know? Yeah. But uh, that was cool. It was fun. And um, the night before, where did we go? I don't remember. The night before, we went to Freak Shakes. Oh, right. That place that ripped off a, a, a more famous place in London. Like really? down to their Down to their name, right? I have no idea. Uh, oh, you weren't there for that. Oh, I was telling. Okay, I was talking to Fletch Boogie about it. And he was like, that sounds familiar. So he Googled it. Freak Shakes is a place in London. Really? Yes. And not only did they rip off the name, they ripped off the idea from them. Really? Yeah, this place was featured in like let me let me Google that right now. Uh if you just Google Freak Shakes Um and you don't put in Freak Shakes Mattery. Uh-huh. Uh let's see. Uh okay, well, they didn't totally rip off the name. They they made theirs into Freak Shake Cafe. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, oh, it was on BuzzFeeds. Huh. BuzzFeed. And uh, yeah, it's a place in London. And the one down there looks a lot more professional. Uh, <laughs> well, this one just opened too. so Yeah, but you can kind of tell that this place is pretty polished. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the Freak Shakes, and I actually might go tomorrow night. Sweet. Uh, maybe I'll give you a call since you, you'll probably be off. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so basically it's a milkshake and a big jug or a big jar that just, they basically throw whatever in there, including like shrimp. Oh yeah, dude. I can't wait to try those weird ones. Uh, you're out of your mind. I'm not. And first of all, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody died from that. Why? It's just fucking food. Yeah, but. Food's delicate, dude. You can't just mix it with anything. Like you, you sure get all you can. Of, you, can, you can get fucking food poisoning. You can mix anything you fucking want together. <sighs> anyway, uh, I really enjoyed buying. I had a uh, half chocolate, half vanilla with uh, a brownie in it. It's called the birthday cake. That's what they called it. Birthday cake. Uh, well, that's I don't I don't think so because they actually did have birthday cake. They just didn't have it that night. Uh, well, the toppings you had on was the birthday cake then. The brownie? No, like all the sprinkles and shit. Oh, yeah, I didn't want the sprinkles. Well, that's what you got, goddammit. Well, uh, I know Caitlin had like a Fruity Pebble thing. She had the Fruity Pebbles, and I had the... What did I have? I had the fucking, um, banana split. That's what I had. Right. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. It was expensive, but it was pretty good. It was fun. And, um... Like I said, I'll, I'll probably go back, you know, maybe this weekend or maybe tomorrow and uh, try a different one. I might get because uh, Caitlin's topping was a cupcake. And yes, I was like, that looked I good. Sh- I should have gotten a cupcake. So but uh, that was our adventures in food. Right, right. Oh, but we there there. The weirdest thing about the place is they're one of these places that has a food challenge. Um, but it's one of the dumbest food challenges I've ever heard in my life because no one's going to be able to do this. Uh, no. You have 25 minutes to finish two and a half gallons of milkshake covered with food. Yeah, I don't know how that anybody's going to do that. They, they can't. You would, you would be projectile vomiting. You cannot drink that much milk in 25 minutes. No, I don't think so either. 
So uh, it's a weird one. And, I'm, and the the best part is, like, did you see what you get if you actually do finish the uh, the challenge? No. You don't really get anything. You uh, so you pay fifty dollars up front, and if you win, you get your fifty dollars back. You don't make fifty dollars. You just break even. You got you got you basically get the 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 meal for free. Uh, and then you get like bragging rights, and I think they feature you on their website. Uh, wah, wah. Right, like they don't give you a T-shirt. Like it's it's pretty insane. Now and I'm not trying to stop these people from getting business. Uh, I, I kind of like the place. I, I do wish they had a real proper menu uh, because the basically what they did was they have pictures of their different concoctions on the wall. Well, they said the menu's coming. They just had they hadn't had the chance to then don't print open. them. So <laughs> then you know. don't open. It's that simple. Like if you're a restaurant, hey, and you hey, can't afford menus, you went, you went, and you picked a picture. So that's how I went. No, that is not what happened. What I actually asked the woman was, I was like, what the hell is this? And then she said, well, because this is what it really needs to be. They need to just have a list of of your toppings and bases and just let you mix and match. I I just said, like, look, can I just get a milkshake, half chocolate, half vanilla with some whipped cream and a a brownie? And she said, yeah, sure. That's what happened. Because looking at those pictures told me nothing. Like, there was a few things I could identify. I was like, oh, that's... That's a donut. That's Fruity Pebbles. Don't know what's in the milkshake. What, you know, don't know what those circular things on that one are. You know, is that even edible? I had a lot of questions. <laughs> you do. But that's because you're a picky motherfucker, too. Um, yes. I think, when, I think when your side of the argument is I'll eat anything, including shrimp and a milkshake, I don't feel like you're on a winning side of that. I think I think a little bit of cautiousness uh, in this regard isn't a horrible thing. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. Anywho, but uh, but it's 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 a decent place. Just could have used the menu. And our guest just uh, hit me back up just now, and he said that uh, he's sorry, but uh, he didn't have any service, so he was having issues as well. So I understand. So, so we'll, yeah, we'll reschedule him one day. No, we'll reschedule him oh, okay. another day. You know, it's Thank all good. Thank God, because it's actually pretty warm in here. And I no, we're we're done. We're done for this this wonderful show. Um, Not that I don't like recording with you, but I, I've been sweating my ass off for the last half hour. And turn the air conditioning on, man. It would have made too much noise. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, um, thanks, Rum, for spending the first thirty minutes with us. Mm-hmm. He uh, actually went a little over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Manning, thank you for trying to come on the show. We'll have you back, we promise. Uh, if anything, go check out his band, Crowned by Fire. The really good band. Check them yeah, out. Yeah, just real briefly. Like I, I listened to like they have uh, one song that plays on their web on their well, it's not their website. It's the the record label record company's yeah. website. Like it, it auto plays. It was called Vertigo, I believe. Yes, yes. it's a really good sound. A very um, I, I think it's a little bit of mix of like late 80s and late 90s kind of like rock metal yeah it's good stuff it really is good stuff i enjoyed it so yeah yeah really good so crown by fire go check him out um and yeah like i said we're gonna reschedule him to come on whenever he's got some time and then uh but uh anyway thank you guys uh don't forget um we have a open mic friday Mm -hmm. Uh, so that'll that'll be 
the tomorrow, the day after this opens. Yeah, tomorrow, Babylon. Go check us out. It's going to be fun. Um, it's free. It's free to get in, and it's free to get up there and make an ass out of yourself. So um, so come do that. Uh, and also, Kyle. huh? You can see Kyle. He'll be there later on that night. Yeah, Kyle will be doing uh, most likely a headline set, basically. When he's finished doing his other show, he's coming over there to finish it up. So that'll be fun. Um, and that's about all. So uh, thank you all for joining us. I was your host, Wayne. Dick York. I'm the rum guy. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it, keep it, keep it. Metal! Everybody, it's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, paradoxical porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC Podcasts. Okay, then. That's it. Get the fuck